Welcome to Legacy Game Changer. Our mission is to help you save, make, and grow your money. I'm your host, Annetta Rogers, accountant, tax preparer, certified money coach, insurance agent, and travel agent. On, my, on today's show, my guest is Catherine Latoya Grant Alston. Catherine is an Amazon number one best-selling author, entrepreneur, and international award-winning executive for a Fortune 300 company. She's the CEO and co-founder of Art Financial Solutions, LLC, as well as the Queen of Austin Kingdom. Catherine's purpose is to continuously provide education to individuals and promote growth for the betterment of our community. Welcome to the show, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. So my first question is, who is Catherine Latoya Grant Austin, and why do you call yourself the Queen Treasurer? Oh, my. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so who am I? I am, first and foremost, a mother. Um, I am the queen of the Austin Kingdom, so I'm a wife. Um, we have two children. I'm also an entrepreneur. I am a number one best-selling author. But most of all, I am a woman on a mission to increase wealth and make sure that the kingdom that the king and I are building can thrive and survive generations after generation after generation. Um, why do I call myself the queen treasurer? So interesting enough, you know, I know how women always talk about I'm a queen and, you know, I wear my crown, but um, it goes deeper than that. I think, I always think about chess when I think about a queen, right? So the queen piece is the most important piece on a chessboard, right? The queen can move in any direction. The queen protects her king, but the queen also knows to stay still when needed. And so for me, that embodies a woman, a queen, right? Um, we know what we need to do, and we wear so many different hats, but we also know that we need to stand still at certain times. So I call myself the queen in that sense treasurer that's just the nature of the business that i have right so i am um a director of global cash operations at a corporate entity and there i govern the 15 billion dollar revenue of the company right and i work in our treasury in our treasury office and a lot of people don't know about treasury but that is the system that our financial and economics is built on right the treasury system and so I call myself the queen treasurer because I strategically make decisions in regards to finances to empower and build my kingdom and other kingdoms. Now, you're an author. What's one of the name of one of your books, or do you have many books? Out? So I have um, one book, and it's called Bless Not Broken. It's an anthology about 10 women, 10 wives, 10 CEOs who talk about um, their journey right, and some of the things that they had to overcome to turn their pain into purpose. It's available on Amazon, and it's also available um, on my personal site. Great. Now, how would you describe your journey to build a legacy? Oh, my goodness. I think that any journey that um, you go on, it's a process, right? I think people have this notion that, um, you can skip the experience, right? And you really can't. You need the experience so that you can understand some of the, the lessons that are needed, right? You can have some of the triumphs and you can go through some of the trials so you can appreciate 
when you get through that fire. And so the journey itself um, has been interesting. I would say building a legacy is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And when you're trying to build that legacy, you have to make decisions. You have to be disciplined. Um, you have to understand when you enter certain periods of transition, right? So building, building the, the, the legacy itself is, is the end goal. But the journey, the journey has highs and lows. Um, but the one thing that I, you know, I would say is anybody who's on a journey to building a legacy, you have to have unwavering faith and perseverance to continue to build that legacy. And you need to know your why, right? So for me, my journey has always been my why. I want my children to understand that they can be trust babies. I want my children to understand that they are part of an empire. They come from a king and a queen and they too will be king and queens, right? I want my children to understand that when they walk into this world and they go into spaces, they belong there. They belong there. Although it's part, you know, it's it's not just about the wealth aspect. It's 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 everything holistically about them being. And so when when I describe my journey, I always describe the why because that's what keeps me going and that that's what ensures that I will always persevere. So what does financial freedom mean to you? Um, interesting enough, <laughs> I think people look at financial freedom as, you know, I'm out of debt and, um, you know, I, I, I have a little bit of, of, of funds saved or I can invest. But financial freedom to me means the opportunity to be able to choose and have flexibility to do what it is that you want. Um, and for me, that can come in 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 the means of wealth, right? Um, but it's also about businesses and opportunities. And so, financial wise, yes, we want to build wealth and and we want to have the the freedom not to be bogged down by debt. But it goes deeper, right? Um, we want to be able to not only have that financial aspect, right, but the freedom to pour back into our communities, the freedom to be able to, um, you know, support people who we want to run, um, you know, for for any type of government position to make decisions that will turn around and pour into our communities, right? The freedom to be able to not be bogged down um, by a nine to five if that's not what you want, right? The freedom to be flexible with your time, the things that money can't necessarily get you back, but it's so important when it comes to you making decisions. So for me, that's what financial you know, freedom means. It doesn't necessarily mean money all the time, but the freedom to be able to choose, whether that's financial or other decisions in life. So what age did you start teaching your children about finances? Um, as soon as they could count, <laughs> as soon as they can count, um, because it's so important. I think sometimes we underestimate the the knowledge our children have. Um, I think that we we tend to 
feel like, oh, no, they're too young, or, oh, no, we have time, and before you know it, you know, YouTube is teaching them something, and, or their peers are teaching them something, and by the time we think it's time for us to teach them, it's too late, you know, because at that point, they know it all, right? So for me, I started teaching my children at a very young age. My husband and I started with chores and, you know, giving them allowance um, because we wanted them to understand that nothing in life is ever just given, right? There is an amount of work. It doesn't mean you have to work yourself, you know, to the core. You have to be exhausted. There is um, a work ethic that you have to have, right? Um, And you have to be able to work for it. And so we started with chores. And then, um, interesting enough, you know, they get the money and then they're like, okay, it's our money to spend. No, 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 no. Well, let me teach you about obligation. Let me teach you about having uh, money and you need to understand that you need to, you know, pay certain things, right? Responsibilities. Um, and so we had them start paying for, you know, their field trips or start paying for um, different things. And then we kind of, with our older one, our younger one was still teaching him in that in that manner. But with our older one, um, you know, she 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 makes t-shirts, right? She has a cricket and oh. she makes t-shirts, and she's really good. And so, you know, we um, started taking her to the bank to deposit her money, right? Okay, so how much of it are you going to save? How much of it are you going to pay yourself? How much of it are you going to reinvest into your business? So we've been teaching them for a young age, but we're phasing it, right? Um, Because in different aspects of their lives, they need to learn something different when it comes to financial habits. We need to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more information on how to leave a financial legacy. Hello and welcome to Out and About with Antoinette on the Delaware Blogger Podcast. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake. And if you're a new listener, let me tell you what you'll be hearing here on Out and About with Antoinette. Each week, I have an opportunity to interview a guest who is from in or around the state of Delaware that is doing positive things in their communities. I will introduce you to them so that they can share their vision and their mission, and then you can share it with others. So stay tuned each week to Out and About with Antoinette. In the meantime, in between time, make sure you subscribe to my blog, dellblogger.com. Find and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at dellblogger, and on Twitter at Delaware Blogger, and you can see my face in the place on YouTube and IGTV. See ya! It's the DE Diva, aka the Delaware Blogger. Hello, this is Zanetta Rogers. Join me on Wednesday at 5 p.m. for my new podcast, Legacy Game Changers. Every Wednesday at 5 p.m., join me and we are talking about finance, education, and wealth building for you and your family to leave a legacy for your loved ones. Once again, that's Legacy Game Changers, Wednesday at 5 p.m.
Thanks. We're back, and and I'm here again with Catherine. And Catherine, uh, what advice would you give to anyone seeking financial freedom? To be persistent, um, to be disciplined, and to understand that financial freedom is not just necessarily about money, right? It's the freedom to make choices. It's the freedom to be flexible. It's the freedom to be able to um, choose happiness over other things that may come with feeling trapped um, or may come with, you know, sometimes uh, debt and so forth. So anyone who is seeking financial freedom, I also would say understand your why. Absolutely understand your why because it's important. The why is what's going to keep you going. The journey is not easy, right? Um, It's just like a weight loss journey, right? You have some good days, you have some bad days, some days you make, uh, you know, better decisions than than others, and sometimes you just get off track. But as long as you're persistent and you're disciplined and you understand your why and you define what financial freedom means to you, that is what's most important and that's the advice that I would give anyone who is looking um, and, and seeking financial freedom. And what is the most important thing needed to build a legacy? I think the most important thing to build a legacy is purpose. Purpose is not something that you define right away. You know, your, your purpose in life is a journey. Um, but when you are building a legacy, you have to be purposeful in building that legacy. And you have to understand that anything and everything you do to build that legacy will all depend on how you're striving for a purposeful life. And so if you find your purpose and you use your gift to fulfill that purpose, then you're going to build a legacy. And that legacy could be financial, that legacy could be in your community, that legacy could be something that will last generation after generation after generation. But until you are on a path of fulfilling your purpose, you won't be able to build a legacy because a legacy, building a legacy is impactful. It's impactful. It it is literally, you have to be driven to do that. And when you find your purpose and you are seeking to fulfill that purpose, that is the path of building a legacy. And it's the most important thing that you need to do in setting out to build a legacy. And can you tell us a little bit about the Village of Families and Children Financial Literacy Program that you're involved in? Yeah, so um, the Village for Families Financial Literacy Program, um, I worked with that program and I was um, a budget coach with that and co-opportunities. Um, and as a budget coach, you talk to, you know, different people in the community who are trying to get their finances in order. And I had the opportunity to work with several people as a budget coach. Um, and one of the, the best things that I was able to do as a budget coach was walk a woman in our community from, you know, having a budget, setting a budget, tracking her expenses, going through that process all the way through to purchasing her first home. Um, And it it was, uh, yes, and and we did it over the course of two years. Um, And it was very fulfilling because it was an opportunity to work with this individual, to give them healthy financial habits, 
to set goals and then to turn around and obtain them, as well as being a resource in the community. Um, it was phenomenal, to be honest. And what type of financial training does your company provide to small businesses? Oh, so we talk about um, with our small businesses, we do a lot of strategic planning, um, you know, vision planning. But most of all, we help small businesses set up their business finances correctly. You know, people who seek out um, to have small businesses, the first thing that they're told is, oh, you know, make sure you get a website, make sure you get a business account. Right. Um, and then from there, it's like a lot of focus is on marketing, right? You want to market your business so that you can grow your business. And there's this misconception that that's all you need. But at the end of the day, when you are a small business, you need to make sure that you have your business finances in order. So that means making sure that you have the proper banking set up, making sure that you have the proper reporting and you're using systems that can automate your reporting versus staying in spreadsheets and being flustered with multiple sheets, um, that you're using systems to be able to cash forecast, right? You know, being a small business sometimes can be difficult and the cash can come and go, right, as an entrepreneur. Um, and so just allowing the, the small businesses to have a system that they can look and they can see their ins and their outs from a cash flow perspective and cash forecasting. And also um, setting up, you know, a system so that the small businesses can be prepared for tax season, right? Because nobody wants to mess with the IRS. You definitely have to pay your taxes. So, um, you know, we, we talk a lot to small businesses and get them set up and make sure that they have these systems in place so that when they grow their business, um, they don't have to worry about, that financial piece not being positioned well. Okay. And how can my audience get in touch with you for more information, and especially information about your book? So the book is under CEO Wife, um, and my website is www.grantgrantaustin.com www.grantaustin.com. And there you can purchase the book, there, um, you can subscribe to our email list to get, you know, information about building your kingdom. Um, and there you also can get information to book any type of consultation as it relates to financial coaching. Great. Well, thank you for being on my show. I really enjoyed you. I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you for having me. It has been a pleasure. And I, you know, I absolutely love collaborating with individuals who are seeking to promote financial literacy, legacy building, and wealth building. So thank you. I really appreciate you. Thank you for listening to Legacy Game Changer. If you need help getting your finances under control, I can be reached at legacygamechangers at gmail.com or text me at 443-906-3882. Have a great evening.